1: what last night was for the Orlando Magic. Let's 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 drop all the pretense. Let's just let's not pretend. That's that's just my big thing. Let's not pretend. The Magic were solidifying their draft spot last night. That's all it was. You are locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed locked on Magic. Today is March twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore O M D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, when is a loss really a win? And when is a moral victory not really a moral victory or something that shouldn't be a moral victory? A moral victory or like we're gonna make sense of last night's game uh, between the Orlando Magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it'll give us a chance to talk a little bit about what the Magic's goals and what the Magic's outlook should be for the rest of the season. Because I think we all understand what's at stake and what's in play here. Um, so we'll 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 hash it out here. Um, before we get to any of that, though, I do want to uh, I do want to appreciate you all for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Whether you're first listen of the day, whether you're listening to us uh, on your drive home from work, on your way to work, at work, while you're working out, whenever, however you listen to us. We truly appreciate you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Lockdown podcasts covering every single team in the NBA. Search for them wherever you download podcasts search using the uh, using the the just searching for Lockdown and the team you look for. I'm, I'm all I'm all flabbergasted today because today uh, I, I'm going to talk about something I don't like talking about. Um, we've been in this game. It's been ten years of being lost in the desert since Dwight Howard left it. it it's been the ten years that I happen to have covered the team I have dealt with and seen every bad thing with all due respect to our friends in Sacramento and Minnesota who have seen much worse than we have and much worse than I have. We've seen a lot. Um, I've seen a lot. I've covered a lot. I've covered a lot of i, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it organizational dysfunction, but just just organizational, I don't know what even what to call the Magic's failure under Rob Hennigan. Yeah, there was some dysfunction there at the end, but um, it was just a, a franchise and a team that that hasn't figured things out. And, and I'll save kind of my, my bigger, long-ranging thoughts about the Magic as an organization, maybe for the offseason, but we all know what's at stake here. Like, let's not pretend. The Magic broadcast isn't even pretending anymore. The Bally Sports Florida broadcast plastered the lottery standings Throughout their broadcast, both in the pregame, it was a Taco Bell take. Um, during the game, it was on the on the screen after the game. Everybody knows what's happening. The Houston Rockets have 18 wins. The Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons have 20 wins. The Orlando Magic have 20 wins. The Oklahoma City Thunder have 21 wins. The bottom three teams in the league all get the top odds to win the lottery—a 14% chance at the top pick a 52.1% chance, I believe, at a top four pick. That fourth place team drops to 12% chance to win the top pick and a 48 point, I forget what the exact percentage is, but a 48% chance to get into the top four. It's still essentially a coin flip. And and if y'all know me, I don't really believe in trusting the lottery. Um, We've been burned by it enough. Um, As much success as the Magic had in the earlier iterations of the lottery, during this decade-long rebuild, the Magic have ne- have only won the lottery, which is being in the top three once, and that was where they picked second to get Victor Oladipo. I- I'm sorry if I do not trust the lottery. If I do not trust the lottery to deliver for this Magic team, and the Magic had the best odds to win the lottery last year, uh, getting the third getting the third worst record in the league on the last night of the season, and it actually helped them out. Um, Because they would end up with the fifth pick instead of the, the sixth pick, which Oklahoma City ended up with. And they ended up taking Josh Giddy, which maybe was, would have been a good thing anyway. I, I don't know. Josh Giddy's a great player. Um, we all know what's, what's at play here. And so when the Magic beat the Thunder on Sunday, yes, there's a certain section of the Magic fandom that was bringing their hands a little because it brought Oklahoma City that much closer to getting into the bottom three. And so... What did the Magic do in this return date against Oklahoma City? I'm, I'm I'll, I'll frankly say it. They tanked. That's what they did. That's the only way. It's not the only way, but it's a convenient. I hate talking about this. You can tell. Um, it's a convenient solution. It's a convenient way to describe exactly what the Magic did. This was a game, a uh, 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 118-102 loss to the Thunder, that the Magic won. I- I'll say it. Magic Magic won the game. Their starters, every single one of the Magic starters except for RJ Hampton who played with the bench group, had a positive plus minus. Franz Wagner in a game that the Magic lost by 16 was a plus 20. Mo Bamba in a game that the Magic lost by 16 was a plus 15. So when is a loss a win? Well, a loss is a win in this situation when you're starters, the players that no offense to the guys coming off the bench, no offense to any of the rotation players, a loss is a win when the guys you actually care about play really really well. The Magic got out to as much as a 13 as a 13 point lead early in the game. Uh, Jamal Mosley even said after the game when I asked him about the Magic's ball movement, he said it was br- it was superb. The Magic's ball movement, their defense was superb early in the game. They built a sizable lead, and they were comfortably ahead. Then the bench came in. And again, no offense to to, to these guys. They work hard. They deserve this opportunity. The Magic are in a position to test them out and see what they can do. And and, and sure, that might be the on-paper excuse for what the Magic did, but it's still an opportunity, and you still want to see these guys succeed. And the fact that they haven't is a sign of several things, including the Magic's wasting of second-round draft picks, which is absolutely a, a, a good criticism of Jeff Weltman. Um, the Magic's inability to find quality players with their two-way contracts and just using them to bolster the Lakeland roster. And L- Lakeland's not even going to make the playoffs this year. Um, although, a lot of that, Berzidekis and Schofield were both with the Magic for, for a very long time. And, they, you know, so they threw out a lineup of Jeff Doughton, who just joined the team yesterday or two days ago. Um, RJ Hampton, you know, should be a little bit better than he is, and, and I thought he still played okay. Uh, Admiral Schofield, Ignas Brazdeikis, and Mo Wagner. Hampton and Wagner are the only two rotation rotation players, and they're you know let's be real. I like how both Hampton and Wagner have developed this year. I both I think both of them should stay on the team. They are end of rotation guys. We're not talking about guys that are entrenched, sconced in the and in in in, in, uh, in this team's plans. Oklahoma City's doing the same, and their guys played with more energy and more precision than. The Magic's guys did. Oklahoma City went on a 24-2 run to flip the lead, going from down 13 to up 11, and the Magic were clawing uphill the rest of the way. Credit, though, to the starters once again. Despite a sloppy third quarter that included six turnovers from the Magic, they tied the game. They got all the way back in it. And So what did the Magic do? They didn't play Franz Wagner or Mo Bamba. their two best players in this game. Koi, uh, I think, he was pretty good, too, but... They didn't play two of their better players in the fourth quarter of the game in a close game. And what was still a close game. The starters never, the starting lineup never really came back in. Now. Yes. You, you, these guys deserve opportunity. I'm not in the magic aren't in a position to give it to them on the second night of a back-to-back. The magic's first priority at this point should be maintaining guys health um, maintaining, uh keeping guys fresh. Uh, You know um, it, Obviously, there's not a lot to hold back for, but there's also not a lot to play for. Um, There will be games where the Magic go for wins. Magic sat Wendell Carter with a sprained wrist and a sprained ankle. Um, You know, again, no reason to push him if he's hurt. Jalen Suggs is still out with the bone bruise. I still suspect he is done for the year. It would not surprise me if he is done for the season. Um, A healthy summer for him is far more important than anything the Magic can accomplish here in these last few games. And so the Magic... Let Oklahoma City win. And in that way, the Magic also maintain their spot in the top odds. In fact, with Detroit beating Atlanta and Detroit still trying to win games here, they got a young team. They got Cade Cunningham. They got guys that they want to test out. They're just like the Magic. They got young players they want to see win. Again, would not surprise me if the Magic win another game or two. Would not surprise me if Detroit wins another game or two. Houston, Houston, I think, is trying, but Houston's also not very good either. Um, it, it's Um, It's... They're still they're, We're not done with the lottery standings here just because the Magic kind of threw away this game against the Thunder. But the results of the evening are the Magic moved up to second in the lottery standings. They're now a uh, half game beh- ahead, behind. I don't know what the word is. Detroit has one fewer loss in Orlando. They're tied in the win column. Um, Houston, I believe, has 19 wins. Detroit and Orlando have 20 wins. Oklahoma City now at 21 wins. That's where we're at, where, you know, every win does have a, a pretty sizable impact on things. For now, the Magic are set. Uh, for now, the Magic are set to, um, are, are, are set kind of in place as the second team, as as team number two here in this, uh, uh, in, in the lottery standings. And of course, that does come with that 14% chance of winning, the top pick and a 52% chance of landing in the top four. That's where they are, and you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if they drop down to third. But they'll they'll be in that bottom four. Sacramento is five ga- Sacramento is five games behind this group. No, Sacramento ain't catching these guys. It's going to be these four teams, and that's the reality. That is the reality. That's that's the only takeaway from this game. Is that the Magic could have won it if they wanted to. But in the end, it just wasn't what they wanted. We'll talk a little bit about some of these individual performances and go through the box score, plus uh, a little bit on what the Magic hope to accomplish and how the Magic can approach these final eight games coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business mo- scam to out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and helped save them more than $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Again, that's truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Okay. I have been waiting for this ad read since uh, since we got word that they were coming on board. I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure you've heard a lot of people talking about it. I'm sure you are not quite sure what it is, or maybe you're skeptical of it, and that's okay. But I'm here to tell you and preach the gospel of NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed NFT of the NBA. Connect with a community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan. Shouts to my Top Shot group uh, on Twitter. I see you all. Um, this is the future of what being an NBA fan looks like. It's part trading cards. Think think of every moment that you buy on the Top Shot market or every pack that you rip as getting a digital trading card. That's really the best way to explain the NFT market, at least in this space, is you're, you're, you're collecting trading cards and collecting these moments and these video highlights of these players. Akin to the stock market for the NBA every day millions of dollars worth of nfts are traded back and forth between tens of thousands of nba fans around the world you can use it not just to collect but also to invest you can find moments that you think are going to increase in value as players get better uh, as as rarities increase as they're needed for these fun flash challenges because it's also a fantasy sports game um it, you can you can you can uh, play these flash challenges, these challenges, these collector challenges where you need a certain number of cards to complete the challenge. Um, there's a challenge recently. Uh, there's a challenge that I completed actually a few a few months, a few weeks ago um, where you had to collect, I think it was the top three score, the, the top scores from Monday, to Monday, Tuesday. It was a week-long challenge. The top scores from the Monday and Tuesday game, the top rebounders from the Wednesday, Thursday game, the most three-pointers from like the Friday-Saturday game, and then the most rebounds in the Sunday game. It was a big, big ask. It was a big task. Uh, I was very, very happy to get a rare Jason Tatum moment um, in it. Investors in this project include Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, not to mention Will Smith, and I'm sure you've heard so many Magic players talking about it. Cole Anthony, Terrence Ross, Michael Carter-Williams, they all talk about NBA Top Shot. They're part of the Top Shot family. I, refu- I hear people ask all the time, why would I buy a highlight when I can watch it on YouTube for free? It's not just about watching a highlight. It's about having an ownership stake in what's akin to a stock market for the NBA's greatest highlights. You can find all the pictures that you want of the NBA basketball cards online now too. Having and actually owning a basketball card or having something that's wrapped up and looks nice and not to mention uh, approved and licensed by the NBA and the NBAPA, is a big deal. If you signed up for NBA Top Shot today, the best way to start is by getting yourself a starter pack. You can pull an NFT of a superstar like LeBron or KD or star rookies like Cade Cunningham or Evan Mobley for just 9 bucks. And if you didn't pull your favorite player from the starter pack, you can stack moments from the marketplace that appeal to you. There is a $15 Franz Wagner right now. Don't buy him until I buy it first because I need Franz in my collection and Franz is very, very rare. Trust me on that. Um, challenges are the best way to earn exclusive moment NFTs war- rewards. So complete challenges to unlock exclusive moment NFTs. You can treat Top Shot like the best of daily fantasy sports. It's a great community uh, and, and you're going to have a lot of fun with this too. Top Shots moments get you access to events and can be used in fantasy mini games on a regular basis. So check it out today. Get in on the action at NBA I want to thank you all again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Uh, for your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast with nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Let's go through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic fall, the Oklahoma City Thunder, 118-102. Um, again, like I said, in many ways, a very encouraging game with a lot of really nice, solid performances. And in other ways a game that just shows that the magic don't have the depth right now to compete. And maybe sometimes possibly don't have the motivation to win. I don't know. Oklahoma city had to break a, a 10 game losing streak. Um, You know, I don't think anyone should be, I don't think even thunder fans should be too upset about that. I don't expect the magic to lose the final eight games. So that would be the final nine games. I think that they'll get at least one more win here and there. Um, I think, Saturday might be Saturday might be a potential chance to get a win. It depends again if Wendell Carter plays. Um Wendell Carter set out this game with a sprained wrist and sprained ankle. That puts a huge damper on the Magic's depth. He's playing extremely well. Um, you know, we talked about Top Shot. I'm a big my team guy, which is also kind of a card collecting game on NBA 2K. Um his dynamic rating on on, on NBA 2K's my team is 90. Uh Wendell Carter's ha- playing really, 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 really well. Um, but the Magic were able to fill in. Again, their starters all played really well. Chuma Okiki, 19 points, six for 16 shooting, five for 10 from deep, 16 field goal attempts is the most uh, in his young career. Magic are really trying to urge him to shoot, trying to get him to to take more shots. Um, this was a game where they let hit, where he let it fly, and, and of course that's going to be, I think, part of the things that the team is going to try to explore here at the end of the season. We're seeing a lot more point fronds. We're seeing a lot more Cole Anthony off the ball. You know, we're seeing again them letting Chuma Okiki go. He plays 34 and a half minutes, the most on the team by far. Even though even though he played in the fourth quarter, played a good chunk of that fourth quarter, plus 10 for the game. You're going to see that about a lot of the Magic starters, all positive plus minus in a game the Magic lost by 16. That, 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 again, that's why I'm not upset about the game. I'm upset that the Magic are so blatantly tanking, but um, I, I think the Magic's players, the players that we care about, the players that we want to develop, played really, really well in this game. Franz Wagner, 15 points, 13 of them in the first half. Six for 12 shooting, one for five from deep, two for two from the foul line. Um, Franz played extremely well, extremely well too. I thought he did a good job driving to the basket. You know, started to force some things a little bit, which is fine. I'm cool with that. Um, this is a time to do some, to do some of that, to do some of that stuff. Um, really did a good job getting to the basket. Really did a good job kind of picking his spots. Um, Franz, of course, is just fantastic. We love Franz. Um, Cole Anthony actually had a re- uh, and Franz Wagner, of course. Plus twenty in the game, a game the Magic lost by uh, sixteen. He's plus twenty. Again, I, I, I don't know what that says. What it says, I, I don't. I, I, I would have to ask David Seal if, if that is anything. I think it is. Um, Cole Anthony had a really nice game. Seventeen points, five for nine shooting, five for eight from the foul line, eleven assists, another double double for Cole Anthony. Um, like I've been saying all year, uh, when I'm wondering if Cole Anthony's having a good, good game, I, I look less at his field goal percentage now and more at his, more at his assists. Um, the field goal percentage is going to be there; it's going to be what it is. He's got to continue to improve as a shooter. Uh, but the biggest thing and the biggest piece of growth for Cole Anthony's development is his um, decision making and his ability to 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 spray out to 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 other people and and to get the ball moving. That is the biggest thing. From Cole Anthony right now is he's got to be a good decision maker, and so when his assists are up the way that they were here, that's that's a good sign to me. So again, I, I've been really impressed with how Cole Anthony has continued to develop as a playmaker. Um, his assist numbers have been way up, and he's had some really strong games. This was a really good complete game from Cole Anthony, and like I said, he was plus five. He played a little bit in the fourth quarter. The Magic probably win this game if they lean heavily on their starters. Uh, you know, second night of a back to back. I don't. I think mostly went into this game with the design of going easier on the starters when it looked like the game got out of hand in the third quarter, I think he made the executive decision to keep the starters on the bench in the fourth quarter or to to limit their minutes in the fourth quarter, um, kind of keep them fresh, again, with thoughts on the long-term future uh, of, for their development more so than the, the, the tank battle. But, you know, again, it that's, that, that's the luxury the Magic have, and certainly the timing looked weird. Um, Mo Bamba also, really nice game. 11 points, he was just 5 for 12 from the floor, 10 rebounds when the magic came back from the double digit deficit to tie the game in the third quarter. A lot of that was because Mo Bamba was a big presence defensively. I thought he did a great job protecting the rim. I thought he did a good job being a presence in the lane, using his hands really well. Um, it, Mo Bomba still has a long way to go in a lot of areas, but I really felt that Mo's defense, Mo's rebounding has gotten a lot better. And this was, I think one of his better rebounding games. Um, he was a presence. He was chasing, chasing boards. He was grabbing it pretty, pretty tightly. Um, it was uh, a really, 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 really good, uh, good, good showing for Mo Bamba. And, and again, I think he's 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 made he's made some tremendous strides. He's still got work to do, um, but obviously still some work, work left to do as well. Um Mo Wagner off the bench with 13 points, four for nine shooting, uh, eight rebounds, you know. Mos is Mo. He's I I think I think. Yeah, it's it's tough to ask him to be the anchor of those bench units. Um, he was in some really bad groups again. The only player with a negative plus minus in the Magic starting lineup was RJ Hampton, who, was, who had 14.7 rebounds, just one assist. Even though he's playing a lot of point guard, five for 11 from the floor. Thought Hampton was okay, not great. Um, but Orlando overall shoots just 38.7 percent from the floor. Again, you look at the starters; they were, you know, they shot a little bit under 50 percent, not terribly. Um, but the Magic really struggled to make shots. Jamal Mosley pointed that out after the game. That, that second unit just couldn't get shots to go down. So that kind of drained the energy a little bit, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. Um, and Orlando just kind of, the, the floor just dropped out on them again. Just the plus minus disparity is is huge. Um, Again, Franz Wagner was plus 20. Jumo 10. Mo Bamba plus 15. Cole Anthony plus five. RJ Hampton minus 12. Here's your bench. Jeff Doughton minus 22. Ignace Prasdakis minus 39. Mo Wagner minus 31. Admiral Schofield minus 26. Um. None of those four names that I just read are probably part of this team's long-term future. So I'm not going to freak out about this loss. This, this loss was not about this team. This loss was not about this team. It was about um, how the Magic managed this team. Oklahoma City Sledden scoring by Theo Maladon. Big Theo Maladon, believer, is a believer in the draft. Happy to see him get going here. 25 points, really get, did a good job with his floater game, his in-between game, especially as they attacked the bigs. Isaiah Rovi has 21. Trey Mann also has 21. The Oklahoma City Thunder scored 34 points in the second and fourth quarters. Again, that's when the bench was playing. Um, and that leads them to a 118 102 win. Magic are back in action Saturday at the Amway Center against the Sacramento Kings. We'll talk a little bit about how the Magic are going to, what, what this game tells us about how the Magic can manage these final eight games coming up here in just a moment. But it's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. Games kick, tip back off. Tonight with Gonzaga and Duke playing tonight. So definitely check that out. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering, information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, you know, again, when I say that the Magic tanked this game, um, that's not an indictment of the way the players played. Let's, let's make that 100% clear. Um, Jeff Dalton was playing his hardest, Admiral Schofield playing his hardest, Mo Wagner playing his hardest. These guys were trying to win this game. Um, when the starters came in, they brought the lead back within striking distance they had they had the magic in a position where they could have won this game. again, that to me, that's the disappointing part is the magic didn't play the rotations to win. but at the end of the day, too, I also understand that that there's a bigger picture here. And on a second night of a back to back in a game against uh, on a road game, um, in a game where, you know, it's been a long season. there are eight games remaining. I get it. Don't push your guys too hard. And, and to me, That, that's the approach I would take to, you know, I I have no problem with the magic prioritizing the long-term health of their players and prioritizing what their ability to, to make these last eight games meaningful. Um, I am not against any of that. Um, We've seen a lot from a lot of these young players. There's probably very little more we need to see. You know, we understand at this point, what Franz Wagner needs to get better at. And yeah, I want to see some more point Franz. I want to see, see him tried in different roles and, 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 told, hey, go out and score, go out and shoot, go out with an aggressive mindset. We're going to set you up. Like, I want to see that. Um, but, you know, by the same token, if Franz is feeling a little sore, there's no reason to push him. You know, yes, I'd like to see him play all 82 games as well. I think that that's a, that's a, that's a high mark to get. Um, but, you know, I don't want to see them push him. I don't want to see them over, you know, do too much to him. Um, that's, That's part of this equation, too. That's part of all this, too. The Magic have to be thinking about how they set up their summer. You know, Jamal Mosley says every day, the goal is to get better every day, to come into the gym and do the work. And at this point, the games are less important than the work. Like, that's, that's the truth of the matter. What happens in these final eight games, the results are... Irrelevant, not irrelevant, but they're not as important. What matters is what you get out of those games. Um, You know, again, I've, I've seen some Magic fans have this debate, you know, after wins, and it's just like, how can you be upset when Wendell Carter's winning in games, when Franz Wagner's winning new games, when, you know, these young players the Magic are trying to build around and trying to build their culture with are the ones making the big plays. Gary Harris is coming off the bench. He ain't doing a whole lot. Terrence Ross is, Terrence Ross I don't even think made this trip to Oklahoma City. Um, it's it's about making the work efficient and it's about making sure the work is what matters right now because again who cares about wins and losses that the whole season the wins and losses haven't been important now the wins are a sign of progress and are, are an important measuring stick of the progress that you're making and an important part of the work itself but who really cares about that right now who really cares whether the Magic win a game or, or whether the Magic, um, you know, get to 25 wins? Like, that's not important. What's important is that they're doing the right things, that, that when that those groups are in, that they're making the right plays, that they're experimenting the right way, that they're, that they're putting in the work, the time, the sweat equity to improve and set themselves up again for a summer. You know, I, I mentioned I, I would not be surprised if Jalen Suggs is done for the rest of the year. And that's because right now, playing in these games isn't important. For Jalen Suggs, it's far more important that he have a healthy summer. It's far more important that he be able to hit the ground running in May when he starts his summer workouts than it is for him to play in some of these games. Like, who cares? Like, it's not important right now. And that's that's what's at play right now. That's the big thing right now is making sure these guys get through these games healthy, get their work in, accomplish some goals, but it's not about wins and losses. And, and, and that's how the magic are managing this. That's how the magic managed this game. They weren't concerned about winning or losing. And that sucks to say, it kills me to say that because winning is super important. I think winning is, does matter, but it's not the priority. The priority right now is make sure these guys are ready to get back to work and practice on on Friday. Learn what you can learn. Experiment what you can experiment with. Do some more work in the game on Saturday, but that work is more important than the result. If they, I mean, again, if you go back and watch Wednesday's game, Cole Anthony is playing off the ball a lot. Franz Wagner is playing point guard. They're experimenting and they're trying different things. And obviously... Another part of this equation is Markel Foltz just getting comfortable and back in the flow of things. There's a reason why Wendell Carter usually plays in the games that Markel Foltz plays. It's because it makes Markel's job easier. It, it gives him a better look at what Markel can do, what Markel can bring in it. It helps make Markel's work efficient. And that's important too. That's what this is all about now, is getting the most out of the work the rest of the season, not about the results. And if you want to call that tanking, if it's probably going to lead to a few losses because there's going to be some weird lineups or there's going to be some resting done during games because, again, it's not important to win necessarily all these games. Whatever you want to call it, that's how the Magic are and that's how the Magic should manage the season because it's not about this season. It's about beyond the season. It's about setting up the summer and setting up next season. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in. Himla, like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All of the places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. And you can find me on Twitter at philiprr O M D. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at O-Magic Daily. we have some draft coverage coming up for you later on today. Thanks for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown NBA. Lockdown experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, this is been Philip roth Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic.